Most stories of success usually focus on a person's highlight reel. In this podcast, those people will share what goes on beyond the curtain. You'll hear about their wins and losses and how those experiences created their grit and determination. There's no such thing as luck. Welcome to Beyond Grit with Robert Young. Hey, everybody. So I'm sitting down today with Pamela Gagnon, um, co-creator of Performance Plus. She is um, on staff for um, the gymnastics course, which used to be CrossFit Gymnastics. She's a three-time Masters game athlete, and she's currently a CrossFit coach. So um, give me a little bit of background of where you grew up and where was your start in gymnastics? Because a big thing of what you've created revolves around gymnastics. It definitely does. So it's a huge part of my life. Where did sure. you start? And right. give me the story. I started, I grew up outside Boston um, in a suburb around about 30 minutes outside. What was the suburb? It's called Sudbury. Sudbury. Yeah. Okay. No. And no, don't know it. Oh. <laughs> Not many do. Back in the like... Mid seventies when my parents, well, late seventies when my parents moved there, people thought they were insane because it was like cow land, you know, Uh and now it's like one of the most sought after, you know, towns ever. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of like Weddington, Waxhaw area that just blew up and grew, you know, over the years. Um, and now is super popular to live in good schools and stuff. But, um, so I guess they, sorry to interrupt, but where'd they move from? Uh, New York. I was born in in Yonkers. In Yonkers. Yonkers, New York. Nice. Yeah. And then they moved out of there to the country. They did. Yeah. My ah. dad changed um, careers and okay. went into a family business. So that's okay. why he moved to Boston. Because my dad actually is from Boston. He grew up in right in the city. Oh, okay. Yeah. And my mom, Connecticut. Um, yeah. And they met in college. I've been to Boston once. It was awesome. Yeah. It's a great city. Loved it. Yes. Loved it. Would like to get back there once they... Yeah. Welcome people. I love the history Mm -hmm. of Boston. Um, That's what I miss about Charlotte. When I moved here, I felt like there was real, there was no real history behind it. And that's pretty cool to be in such a old, you know, a city with so much to tell about, you know? Yeah. I moved from, that was one of the the big things here when we moved. It's funny you brought that up. Like uh, in Detroit. So I lived right outside of Detroit, but something about that. Midwest and then over into the Northeast is there's a grit to it. There's gritty yeah, and it's like, it's, it's blue collar and people <laughs> are working and there's history and, and you have a lot of, um, ethnicity there, yes. you know? So I miss <laughs> the food and I miss the kind of little dirty, grimy, you know, get out there and do your thing. And Charlotte's very new very you know, new. and pretty. It is. It's nice. But yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah. I forget like, so I spent a lot of my life in Jersey too. And I forget when I go up to Jersey, like yeah. how Jersey Jersey is <laughs> when I come back here, I was like, Whoa, the people are very different. <laughs> but do you feel like it doesn't take you much time to like roll back into that, nah, that Jersey? It, it second I step off that yeah. plane, I feel right at home. Isn't but, that funny? Yeah. But I do love the life here too. Yes, like it's, I know. it's a great pace, you know? So, um, okay. So back, okay, back to, to gymnastics. Yeah, so, um, six years old, I was just, you know, playing around with cartwheels and splits. And my mom walked into the room and was like, Hmm, 
I think you have some talent. Would you like to sign up for gymnastics? Like nobody ever taught me. I was just like playing around like a little kid, you Uh know? And so um, my mom signed me up like the next week she took me to this um, small program. It was in the back room of our middle, um, middle school and it was a wrestling room. And, um, like after the first class, the teacher said to my mom, I think you really should find a real gymnastics club for her. Okay. And, um, I was just not, I was born naturally flexible and I had a lot of body awareness. So I was kind of blessed in that way. Um, I had to work a lot at the mental game in gymnastics Mm -hmm. because, um, I overthink a lot of things. Um, that's just my personality in general. So the mental game was, um, was what I worked on throughout so many years and, um, kind of sparked me like now to really want to get, I've looked up, you know, maybe like going back to school for a sports psychology degree, even it's Mm -hmm. it's down the pipeline, you know, but that is a something because I lived through it, you know, but, um, so yeah, I just, I hit the ground running. I fell in love with that sport from the day I started. Uh There's something about the smell of the gymnastics club and the chalk and the sweat and dirty feet. And, you know, (laughs) I don't know what it was. And I love challenging myself. Um, and the harder I fell, the more I wanted to get better at it. Um, and, uh, what, okay. What part of mental was the challenge? Was it the competition part of mental or was it the, um, doing and learning different things. It was, um, being afraid of like thinking like I'm supposed to hurl my body twice in the air and land on my feet. What if I don't, Mm. what if I freak out mid air? Like, you know, um, in gymnastics, when you run down like the vault runway and you have to like, you, you actually run past it and don't do your skill. They call it balking Uh and our coaches, it's really dangerous, you know, because you have to fully commit to that skill. And our coaches would truly punish us for balking. They're like, go do a hundred, you know, V ups right now. You cannot do that. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, back in the eighties and nineties, sports psychologists weren't big. It was something I just had to work through with my coach and my coach was really good at it. I remember being really scared to flip backwards on the balance beam, Mm -hmm. um, which is weird because beam is my absolute favorite and it was my best event. My coach, um, took me on the men's high bar, Uh which is probably, I don't know, a quarter inch in diameter, you know, and made me, you know, he spotted me through it, but he's like, we're going to backflip on, you know, like it's a beam. And then when you get to the beam, it will feel like it's on the floor because the beam will feel so much wider. Yeah. And so my coach worked through work, you know, helped me work through those mental blocks as well too. Um, which was great that I had amazing coaches. Right. Um, yeah. And so that took that, that, you know, it, it followed me, my mental game kind of through my collegiate career. Mm -hmm but I was able to work through it for most skills. That's funny because I was just talking to somebody that you and I know quite well, um, Corey. Yeah. And he has been studying um, mental performance for athletes. Yes. And, you know, and they're finding that um, what he said was it's almost 60% mental, you know, and I, I would probably even move it up a little more if I was really thinking about it because um, physically fit, you were, you were fit, you could move, you could, but it was that, yeah. it was that head game, 
you know, of can I do this? And am I going to make it? Am I not going to fall? I don't want to fall on my, you know, yeah. that's big. It is. I contribute a lot of my success, um, in CrossFit games to my mental game and gymnastics and learning that skill because gymnastics is a very individual sport. Mm -hmm. You're the only one on the beam. You're the only one swinging on the bars. It's game day and go. You don't yeah. get a second chance. So you have to step up and really mentally like, you know, you close your eyes, you visualize a perfect routine and you hit it. And, um, I remember at the games, it was a one rep max snatch. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, in the gym, I'd get to like 145, 150 and kind of just again, balk, I guess you could say, you know, yeah. I'd, I'd talk myself out of it before I even lifted yep. and I knew I was doing it and I'm like, Ooh, I don't know if I'm going to get this. And then, and you, you can't approach the barbell that way. Yep. And luckily I am a game day gamer Yeah. and, um, you know, I, you know, hit a really great snatch because I knew I had one chance clock was ticking and I'm going to hit that bar. And, and it was very mental because, you know, I did have the physical power to do it yeah. in the gym and I didn't, but what made the difference was my mindset. Yeah. It's amazing. In the competition, you know, amazing. So you started, um, when you were young, Yeah. where did you progress up to? Um, yeah. So I started at six and through high school, I knew I wanted to be a collegiate gymnast. It was definitely mm -hmm. like a dream for me. I felt like team gymnastics would be so much more fun than club gymnastics. Okay. Um, and I knew that because my high school also had, um, gymnastics was really big up in the Northeast in a high school sport. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we went to nationals, um, like our high school, um, you know, we got to, um, when you competed, they picked people to go to nationals and we traveled together okay. as a team, not my high school, but like in the state of Massachusetts. Yep. So I got to represent Massachusetts oh. at nationals in high school. Um, and, um, I just knew it was a fun team sport, yeah. you know? So I ended up, um, at Rutgers university okay. for four years. Um, and did gymnastics the whole did, time? Did gymnastics the whole time. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, I was on That's scholarship. Good. So. That's good. Yeah. What, um, all right. So what got you to Charlotte? Yeah, great so question. You're, we're in Charlotte now. What what brought you here? So I'm super close to my family, especially my sister. Mm -hmm. She's four years older. We are the complete opposite in so many ways, but there's enough that we understand each other uh -huh. that make us just really best friends. And um, she hates competing. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have one competitive bone in her body. Uh -huh. She's so happy that I have all that DNA, yeah. you know, um, but we get each other. So, um, we wanted our kids to grow up together. Okay. So she had moved down here with her husband, um, to start a business or he started a business. And, um, I came down here like four weeks pregnant, um, uh, with my first child Okay. in 2001. Okay. Yep. And, you know, Charlotte was still pretty new back then. Right. And um, I remember sobbing on the way, like driving from Jersey to Charlotte. I'm like, what am I doing? Because I loved yeah. living in Jersey, you know. Yeah. But I don't regret one minute because our kids grew up together. My sister and I live across the street from each other. We see each other seven times a day. We talk oh 19 God. times a day, you know. 
and um, just going through life with her and her kids is yeah. the most special thing. You can't take that away. Like our our kids are siblings, basically. They're not even really cousins, you right. know? And that's so special. They're all like a year and a half to two years apart too, yeah. which is perfect. So. No, that's amazing. Yeah, so that's what brought me down here. Right. Yeah, that's family. Family. And what's crazy is everybody migrated back down here. So. Oh, did they? Yeah, so my mom and dad moved down and retired down here. Okay. And yeah, so um, it's cool to have them as well too. That's good. Mm-hmm. We did, you know, we've been down here. I couldn't imagine what it looked like 20 years ago because even 10 years ago when we moved down here how much it's changed yeah. is is amazing so gymnastics has has been in your life since so after you left um college yeah did you did you coach gymnastics? Yeah. Would you? I mean, you've been doing gymnastics, something with gymnastics <laughs> your whole Four life. Four decades, literally. Yeah. Um, I'm aging myself. I know you just did it, but I wasn't going to call it <laughs> yeah. out. I was skipping right over it. <laughs> it's all right. I'm, I'm proud of it, I guess, right? <laughs> hey. I've earned every wrinkle. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, so after college, you know, I think I got to senior year in college and I was just like, I am so over this sport. I'm so done. Mm. And then like a year later, I was like, oh man, I miss it so much. So I ended up coaching at night, high school team at a club Okay. in Jersey, <laughs> Jersey Jets. Jersey Jets. That's, that's nice. what I coached. And, um, I went back to grad school to be a teacher. Um, uh -huh. so, um, I was kind of coaching at night, going to school during the day. Um, and then, um, like adult gymnastics wasn't really a thing back then, you know? So when I coached, I would condition with the girls and then after I just kind of play around in the gym and stuff, but nothing mm -hmm. crazy. And I was going insane, not having a sport. So I was like, I was, I did those stair masters where the stairs disappear and you got to yes. cut Oh God, for like 45 minutes a day, I was ready to just like <laughs> jump off a bridge from it. I hated every minute of it. And yeah. I, you know, I like the challenge of a sport, yeah. you know? So then I started to play like tennis with some friends, but I wanted to intensely play tennis. Yes. I wanted <laughs> and they to wanted to talk. <laughs> Yes. I'm terrible at tennis, but I didn't care. I just wanted to like really get, I wanted uh -huh. to get like an athletic side of tennis and my friends just wanted to chit chat. That's why they wanted, they wanted like the outfit and a chit chat. Yeah. And I was like, no, that is not me. So, uh -huh. um, so I was really lost for a good, probably eight, 10 years until I found CrossFit. Yeah. I, it was hard. I bet. I mean, this probably just opened so many. Oh my gosh. Like not even, I, I don't want to say it opened avenues. It just gave to a, gave a purpose back to where you wanted to train. And now you can yeah. train that way every single day. Funny story about how I found CrossFit. Yeah. Speaking of my sister, how opposite we are. So, um, she went to go try this new exercise thing uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> and she calls me after almost in tears they wanted me to go fast and they wanted to write down my time. This was the worst thing ever. You'll love it. You got to yeah. sign up. <laughs> so the next day I walk in and it wasn't really CrossFit. Um, it was like this fitness room. We belong to the JCC in Charlotte. Okay. And so it was this fitness room and they called it just like functional fitness. So we didn't really barbell, but we, they were following CrossFit HQ at that time, you know? Okay. Um, but I never really learned the barbell there. Um, but I remember the first day I got there, 
I'm pretty sure we did pull-ups and it was like pull-ups and, um, I don't know, deadlifts or kettlebell deadlifts, something like that. But uh-huh. I was the first time I swung on a bar in like 10 years. And I was like, this is amazing. <sighs> and then I was like immediately hooked because at the end they found out I was a gymnast and they were like, oh, can you do this muscle up thing? And I was like, I don't know. I have never been on rings. Like female yeah. gymnasts don't go on rings. We never yeah. trained men's gymnastics. So they're like, all right, this is what you do. I was like, teach me, you know, let me see. So they showed me how to shimmy into a false grip because these guys had been studying CrossFit for now, like maybe a year or so before they opened up this like fitness, functional fitness room. So they were like the the muscle up is the holy grail in 2010 back then, uh-huh. you know, I mean, it still is yes. an amazing skill, but back then it was just like, you're mind blown if you can do this, yeah. you know? So I'm always up for a challenge yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, let me see if I can do this, you know? So I'm shimmy into the false grip and I didn't get it. And I was like, nope, I know what I'm doing. Cause I had some body awareness obviously uh-huh. from gymnastics. So I was like, okay, I, I know what I did wrong. I didn't pull long enough, you know? Okay. And I was like, I'm jumping up again. And I, I did a muscle up strict. Like yeah. nobody kept back then either. Everything uh, was strict. Oh, okay. Yeah, everything was strict. And, um, they were like, what? <laughs> you know, they, I mean, I remember they're like, what? I mean, running around the room, like what the what, you know? And it was just a really cool, fun experience to share with them, yeah. you know? And, um, and you're hooked immediately hooked because huh. I love a challenge. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't get it right away, but I'm going to get it, yeah. you know? And, um, and then six months later, I decided I really wanted a real, like a CrossFit gym. Yeah. I wanted Olympic lifting. I wanted everything. And so I moved over to um, CrossFit Charlotte and okay. I was just hurled into the open. I didn't know what it was, competition, nothing. And the owner was like, um, oh, you were, you were a gymnast. Okay. You're going to be good at this. We're going to get you ready to compete. And I'm like, what, what are you okay. talking about? You know, yeah. I had no idea like what I was getting myself into. Um, and, uh, that year, they took 60 athletes to regionals and the first open. Uh-huh. I tied for 60th. Uh. Yep. And uh, Coach Handel was like, all right, pack your bags. We're going. I'm nice. like, no, no, no. Uh. I don't want to <laughs> do that. That looks awful. Like, because wh- I was, I didn't know what I, I didn't know what it yeah. entailed. I don't, I like to be very prepared for things. Yeah. I felt very unprepared. And um, that made me really nervous. But he uh, thrust me right into the competition. And did you go? Did you go to yeah, the region? Yeah, I did go, and it was um, it was the start of just an amazing. Oh my god! Like fell in love back to competing again, you know. And I was awful back then, you know. But yeah. it's so cool to look back now. I remember the wad was Amanda, and you know that's my definite jam now, yeah. like snatches and muscle ups, but snatching 95 that many times it's a lot for me back in 2011. I mean, that was probably my one rep max before I even, you know, hit, yep. hit regionals. And, um, I love the challenge. Yeah. That's what I'm about. I just like a challenge. I think that I don't. Yeah. That's what drives people forward, whether, whether it be an athlete or an entrepreneur or somebody that wants to learn how to play an instrument or speak a language. It's the challenge, right? Yeah. And it's that, it's that stepping at that line and saying, I, I don't want to 
go because I don't know what I'm doing. Well, nobody knows what they're doing, really. And and you figure it out. And as you go, you learn and there's moments that you're going to fail and and that you learn how to do it. It's like the muscle up. You didn't do it the first time. Most people don't do it the first time. Most people don't do it the 20th time, (laughs) right? right? I do have a background, so I'm a little spoiled with that, you know, in gymnastics. But as you go, you get better. Yeah. With everything. Right. I, I think with everything, eventually you're going to get better. Yep. Um, and then the CrossFit thing, you just took off. So what year was that? That was 2011 was really the first year I was like engrossed in it. Okay. And then I just kind of kept going and um, ha- had a lot of fun. Yeah. Met some of my best friends challenge myself beyond what I thought physically I could do after college and in my thirties. And now I'm, you know, almost mid to late forties, (laughs) 47 this summer, Ah. June. Um, but I've never felt better, you know, like it's so cool. Like, you know, my dad's in his mid seventies and just, I'm like, he's in great shape. He plays 18 rounds of golf four or five days a week. And I'm like, I love like that you can live your life with such fullness and I hope I get to do that. I, you know, yeah, I, you know, and, and I look at it, um, age just like we're, cause I'm the same, I'll, I'm going to be 49 yeah. in July. I don't care. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't define me a lot of, a lot of times people let that age define them yeah. and, and it doesn't define me. And I, I love that I can still get out and do things and, you know, it's not going to hold me back. That's also why I love CrossFit too. Like last night I was working out, sharing a barbell, you know, with a mid 20 year old. And you know, it was, it's like, Hey, when we get here, we're all the same. And just working out with guys too, you know, gymnastics is a strictly female sport and it's so cool to be able to, you know, throw down with, you know, my guy friends and, I just, the camaraderie, the atmosphere, I, yeah. I just love I, it. I love it here. I, you know, and, and doing the CrossFit, because coming here, moving here 10 years ago, um, you, you tried to find your tribe because we didn't have family here. So when we moved here, it was for my wife's job. And you try to find something and you try to find yourself. And this is it. Like 10 yeah. years later, this, these are my friends and this is my, my tribe. But yeah. um, so gymnastics with regard to CrossFit, um, the gymnastics course, is that something that um, did they ask you to be part of or um, was it something that you pursued? Like, Yeah, good question. So um, eight years ago, um, when I was still at CrossFit Charlotte, the, the gym owner was on the L1, L2 staff. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you, I can tell like you have a niche for teaching and, you know, and performing and they need some more female trainers. So it actually, he recommended me to do that, the, okay. the L1, L2. And, um, I did one internship and I was like, you know, my passion isn't teaching the squat and deadlift. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you need to be on the gymnastics course. Like you need to work for CrossFit gymnastics. He goes, I know, you know, the owner, um, who's running that. And, um, I'm getting you in touch with him. And at the games, I went to watch the games one year Uh and, um, he, the owner was there and I got introduced to him and he's like, you're coming down, um, September to Texas and we're going to 
get you started. And that was eight years ago. So, um, I travel the the U S um, teaching a two day seminar and, um, it's really, it's, it's a awesome experience because what's so cool is no matter what CrossFit gym you go to, you feel at home and all the people are so amazing. I've met some really close friends just knowing them for a weekend. Okay. You know, and we still keep in touch and talk about business and where you are in your life. I mean, it's so cool, you know, um, just the people I never would have met that the sport has introduced me to. And, And it also CrossFit, you know, basically created my full-time business now as Mm -hmm. well too. And what's that business? So performance plus, Mm -hmm. um, programming. So I teamed up with a doctor of physio, um, Dr. Zach Long, who also is in Charlotte. And, um, his passion was how to teach athletes to move through injury and pain. So they didn't have to stop what Mm -hmm. they were doing, like, and how physio, doctors can also work with, like recognize while your deadlift is causing this pain. So Zach is really in tune with that portion of it. And we teamed up because he saw my passion for the Mm -hmm. body weight gymnastics side of it. And there was a missing hole in our community um, that was basically prehab work for people to stay, stay healthy with their shoulders, hips, you know, mobility, and also learn step by step technique, you know, like there's so many misconceptions that, oh, um, I can't do like the, the first foundation of a pull-up is not a kipping pull-up. Right. You know, and I hear people be like, oh, I'm going to kip it because I don't have a strict pull up. I'm like, whoa, (laughs) wrong foundation. You know, that's how your shoulders feel junky, you know. And um, I remember sitting down with Zach for like two hours making a business plan. And we were just like, listen, if we can help five people a month, we're doing what we love Mm -hmm. and we're doing our job. Let's keep it going. And that's how we started. We never started this with like this you know, business, big mentality in mind that we could reach hundreds, not hundreds of thousands, but we could reach thousands and thousands of athletes across the globe. It's mind blowing to me, you know, four and a half, maybe uh, 2016. Yeah. Five years later, Uh what, what has, where are you guys at now with subscribers? I mean, beyond our wildest dreams, to be honest. And I think it's because we are beyond passionate about what mm-hmm. we do, the people we work with, like I pretty much answer every DM that comes across unless it's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Those I delete right away. Mm. But, um, Hey, if, if you're, you know, if you're my athlete, even if you're not honestly, like yeah. somebody's struggling, I'm like, I don't want you to struggle. I have the answer to help you. Like, why am I going to just ignore that? You know, right. because I really care individually that this person is going to, um, you know, yeah. like, like build the confidence. Like for me, it's about helping people build confidence. Um, yeah. and that's how I taught, I taught fourth and sixth grade. And that's, I think what was my favorite part of teaching. I liked the kids that all the teachers were like, Oh, good luck with that kid. Mm. Yeah. They're a troublemaker. Well, they were just acting out because nobody believed that they could really achieve yeah 
anything. So if you break it down into small sections, just like I do with a, you know, bar muscle up yep. like step by step and they get one step and they're like, Oh my gosh, I'm smart enough to get that step. Like that, that kid understood like how to move the manipulative from, you know, four coins to six coins and how much they're adding. Okay, great. Now we're going to take that and double it, yep. you know? And so you can't just like have them start at a hundred percent. Yep. And figure and, it out and figure it out. Right. So that's what I love about my yeah. business. It, every day I wake up like super excited to just like, what drill can I come up with to help one more person? Right. Um, how can I, you know, like my Instagram, I, I don't, I, the only thing that I get out of the Instagram is seeing that it's helpful to people, Right. you know? I love that. It is funny because that was a big misconception with CrossFit and everybody was like, CrossFit, you're going to get hurt. And it's, it's like any type of sport you have, you can get hurt in any sport. So in, in CrossFit, and when we go back to the pull-ups and you're like, oh, I'm going to kip myself up there. I'm going to do this because you weren't strong enough and you didn't have that foundation. And it's nice that you guys recognize that and are helping athletes and people build that foundation in order to progress and not get injured. Um, and, and I truly believe that it's not the CrossFit that injures people. It's the people that injure themselves. And, Great way you know, to put it. Yeah. And, and when you were talking about working through the pain, the pain is still going to be there even as you're strengthening that muscle or strengthening that body part. So it's good that you guys kind of recognize that and it's not, don't use it anymore. It's okay. We're, we're going to work through this and we're going to, we're not going to cause further injury, right, exactly. but we're going to rehab it and we're going to make it stronger. Absolutely. And, and I think that's a great thing that you guys did. Yeah. Um, was it always roses? I mean, definitely not. Yeah. No, I mean, it took me, um, I doubted myself a lot cause I was mm -hmm. like, why would I, there's so much out there. Why would anybody tune in to me? Right. Why would like, how can I be successful when there's so much, you know, so many other great coaches that mm -hmm. they could turn and tune to. I had a lot of self doubt, yeah. um, about that. And it felt very overwhelming. I didn't know where to begin. And that's where, um, meeting some amazing people along my uh -huh. CrossFit career who I've known have been entrepreneurs and started their own businesses. I literally on the phone for two hours with one of my friends who lives in Colorado. And, um, you know, he walked me through step-by-step. Step. He's like, all right, you're, you're looking at too, too far down the lane. Mm -hmm. Like, here's what, go get a whiteboard, go, I want you to map out what you're going to do next week, then next month, then six months, then done, you know? Yeah. And he helped me organize it as well too. It was, felt very overwhelming. Obviously I had a business partner too, but right. I didn't, I, I needed to not self doubt myself or mm -hmm. it would hurt what Zach and I were doing together, right. you know? Um, so it, I, I went into it with, with the expectation that I only want to do this because it is my passion and I want to help somebody. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a monetary goal in mind. I didn't have like how many subscribers, you know, members we want per month. I still don't, honestly, yeah. I don't look at the numbers. I just look at like, how, how am I helping you? Right. Like, are you, are you walking away and this program works and 
we, we have always given, you know, asked for feedback and I have changed and altered my programs like so many times because it's okay to do that. Right. Like, I want to learn. I'm not perfect. Right. I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm like, oh, you're right. There was, wasn't enough volume in that program or, hey, I needed a little more mobility or could you video that a little different? And, oh gosh, if you look at my videos from when we first started five years ago to <laughs> now, oh my God, I've like, I'm like, delete, delete, delete. Yeah. They're awful. I mean, awful. And I thought they were fantastic, yeah. you know, and I've learned so much about that as well too. Just being more concise, yeah. you know, in the video, like what the athlete takes away from it and what is just white noise in the right. background. Right. So it's all a work in progress, but that's what keeps me going too. Yeah. Like but, I said, I love a challenge. But if you never did that, and this is what people need to understand, if you never made those crappy videos, you would have never gotten to the good videos. And everybody, and I do it myself, and so many people have self-doubt and that that you know, you got the devil on your shoulder on one side and you've got the, the angel on the other side. And the devil's saying you can't do this and it's it's dumb and people don't really care. And you got the angel that goes, you can do it and, and you're good. Um, but it's it's nice to have that affirmation from other people. And, yeah. and people need coaches. I, I truly believe in coaches. I, I think that there's an aspect where you're really good at certain things, but then other things you've got the vision because I'm, I'm the same. I want to go from step one mm -hmm. and I want to be at 10 and I'm like, mm, but how do I fill in the middle? And, and to be able to ask somebody for help, um, and to guide you through those steps, all of a sudden you come out on the other end and you're like, I really appreciate you. And, Definitely. and for them, the person that you asked, it's no big deal to them. He like they're like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll help you. It's so true. And also that's why I wanted to not do this business on my own. Mm -hmm. um, I, I knew my weaknesses. You know, Zach is really good at SEOs and blogging and, you know, all the nitty gritty stuff that yep. I'm not good at. And I enjoy you know, content and watching analysis and, you know, so we make a really good team mm -hmm. and I knew he was, he and I would be amazing business partners because we had the same vision, which yeah. was passion and helping people. Um, but I couldn't honestly just having a business partner and taking the weak, my weaknesses and making them his strengths mm -hmm. has been just so, so, you know, crucial in our success. Yeah. So do you have, so the, the gymnastics here, mm -hmm. um, with, um, performance plus, do you guys have anything that you're working on right now? Or what do you see your future? I mean, what, yeah. what you got going? Great question. So, um, we are always kind of evolving and, um, I guess working on bettering our programs, mm -hmm. our app we're working on with the developers. That's our next thing. We have like, we took us, you know, um, took our members, gave them a survey monkey and just like, Hey, what's driving you crazy about the app? What's good about the app? Okay. Um, and, um, just like, Hey, what programs would you like to see out there? Um, and so we're just constantly developing better content we're working on, which I'm super excited. We're launching in April, um, a Facebook members only page okay. because we, we feel like we need a stronger community 
for all of our athletes to bounce ideas or, hey, I'm on this drill. Did you guys, did this look like this? And better mm-hmm. feedback. And Zach and I are going to give them um, some content, like, you know, every month, um, just like video, like, hey, you know, here's some tips on this skill or what you can do if you're struggling with that. And I'm super excited to build just a stronger community because I know how much I rely on people at CrossFit yep. Weddington um, to help me out, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's that's the big thing right now is like we're just launching that for our members. And um, our members work so hard every single day and it's so cool to see the progress. Mm-hmm. And so I want them to show that off to each other as well too. Now, is everything virtual um, with your, or do you have one-on-one coaching yeah. or- Good question. It is, it is a virtual like, um, online program. So, um, when you click, when you pick what we have kind of a goal sheet, so you can personalize your plan kind of. So if your goal, Robert was a bar muscle up, we run you through like these five programs to get you there. But if you already have X, Y, Z, then you could start in the middle, you know what I mean? Of, of where we suggest. So we start from the very foundation all the way down or all the way up. And, um, so the programs each day come with a explicit video of every, like how, how to implement each drill mm-hmm. and, you know, write written up, um, of what, what that day should look like rep sets and what yeah. I'm looking for. So, Hey, I want to make sure you focus on the hollow body while you're moving through and around, you know, this drill. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're, they're about anywhere from four to eight weeks, the, um, each each program and we have like 30 plus programs right now. Okay. And working on more. Okay. If you could do anything, any job in the world, what would it be? All right. So I have two. Okay. First would be construction. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up right near um, where they filmed this old house. Mm-hmm. Bob, Bob Vila. Bob Vila, as you say. Yes. And I was fascinated as a kid by it. But um, my dad, um, literally was like the most unhandy man ever. (laughs) My mom did all that. And oh my God, your mom did all that. Yeah. Yeah. But she had like a Sanka coffee cup and that was where she kept her tools. Like that's the literal tools that we had in our house. Like just the Sanka. Sanka. Yeah. The old Sanka. (laughs) My, my friends from high school that I still am friends with, we Uh still talk about like my mom taking out that Sanka, like you know, toolkit and stuff needed to be done. That's right. The Sanka can was coming out. So yeah, I've always wanted to do something like that. Uh And then, um, my second dream, because Uh I obsessively watch the weather channel, meteorology. Meteorology. Yeah. From when? Like, did you just go like as a kid? Here's the weirdest thing. I had, um, ankle reconstruction freshman Mm -hmm. year in college. So I was like down for the count for two weeks at home when I had the surgery because I did it over winter break and I watched the weather channel (laughs) for two weeks straight. And my parents were like, you are bizarre. Oh my God. I don't know what it is about fascinating, you know, why it fascinates me. So I don't know. I just always, I was always like, what's the weather going to be like? What? And and I'm fascinated by the stories behind it as well too, you know? So yeah, a little nerdy about that. It is so funny because I, I watch it too. And I'm like, God, they're so dramatic (laughs) out there. They're standing. You're like, that's awesome. (laughs) I love it. I want to be out there. I want to be in the hurricane. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be in the hurricane. I want to, uh, I want to, you say that now. I would, I like the way it's 
analyzed. Like I'm, I'm a, um, I'm big on analysis and like just studying things just mm -hmm. like I do with like my movement in CrossFit, you yeah. know, I like break it down. I want to know where it's coming from and what, why I'm doing it this way. And that's why I like the weather because I find that fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. Um, any regrets? Like mm. I wish I would have done this or man, I wish I would have done this differently. Such a good question. I have no regrets because everything good. brought me to my place today. Good for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm really good about finding like, okay, a purpose in like that sucked. Mm -hmm. Why did I go through that? Oh, I know why. Cause it brought me to this or that, you know? Yeah. So my path is, I, you know, I've really followed my heart. I've followed my passion. I support my kids in anything and everything they're passionate about because mm -hmm. that's what my parents did as well too. And if they fail at it, that's great because you're going to learn something from right. it, you know? Right. And it's, it's so cool watching them be their own. Yeah. I mean, they're like semi-adults, 17 and 19, right? So yeah. it's just really cool seeing what they, what, what makes their, them drive, you know, every, what, what drives them every day and yeah. puts a smile on their face every day. No, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, all right. So the people that are out there that are listening, um, where do you find your, um, your business performance plus? Yeah. So we have a website performance plus programming.com mm -hmm. and Instagram is Pamela G non. Um, and that's, I post pretty much every single day, a drill or something okay. that is useful, hopefully to the community. Um, I don't, use Facebook that much. Um, mm -hmm. but my Facebook is Pamela Genon as well too. Okay. Oh no, it's Pamela Gagnon. Yeah. Yes. My Facebook page is Pamela Gagnon, I think. Um, but if you're a performance plus member, you will have a membership page, which we're nice. super excited about. So I'll be on Facebook a lot more through the membership page. Okay. When do you think that that's going to launch? Um, April. Okay. Yeah. Like two, three weeks. Nice. I know. So exciting. exciting. Yeah. So exciting. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm this is awesome. it was so fun sitting down with you and sharing with you my dreams of being a meteorologist. Yes. <laughs> and um and a builder. Go yeah, go 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 big or go home, go right? Go big or go home. <laughs> I love it. I and love we'll have it. a beer and continue the conversation next time. How's yes. That? Fantastic. Thank All you right. for well, having thank me. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It was really fun. Thank All you. All right. Bye. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Beyond Grit with your host, me, Robert Young. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review. Tell somebody about it. You can find this podcast on all major podcast platforms. And be sure to tune in every Wednesday for another exciting success story of somebody going beyond grit. Until then, take care. <laughs>